what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Is the tight labor market frustrating you as a business owner? Do you have employees leaving for $1 to $2 extra per hour? Mako RX Complete Care is a quality healthcare solution that has allowed businesses to recruit and retain employees. To learn how Mako RX can help your business stay competitive, visit mako-rx.com or call 855-562-5679. Mako RX, healthcare simplified. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Exchange on the Mesh Podcast Network, a monthly conversation about startups and small business with ideas, tools, and advice to operate your business more effectively. On today's show, we're tired of telling you what to do, so today we'll be telling you what not to do. Business owners Ray and Julia Campbell are joining the Entrepreneur Exchange to share their list of what not to do in business. Plus, we'll have our lightning round and we'll share some interesting small businesses that you should be checking out in our Small Business of the Month feature at the end of the podcast. My name is Jeff Newville. I'm your co-host. I'm director of the Manufacturing Solutions Center at Catawba Valley Community College in Hickory, North Carolina. I'm joined by my co-host, Gary Muller, who is Executive Dean of Economic Development and Continuing Education at Catawba Valley Community College. Gary, how are you doing? Jeff, I'm doing great. You got my title right. Did I? Surely by accident. It was it's, perfect. It's, it's a moving target. I well, never know what true. to say. Well, now we can say yours is a moving target. And congratulations on your promotion and new job responsibilities. Well, thank you very much. How's it's it a, going? It, it's it's a learning curve, but I'm getting to, to meet and work with many interesting people as we're working and opening a, a new building that's going to be outstanding. We look forward to having you and you over and, and sharing information with all of our listeners because we're doing some exciting stuff. We've well, had good practice uh, working with interesting people since we were uh, office uh, neighbors. Well, no. uh, we, we, we certainly <laughs> you don't want to do. admit that. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, you're, you've been a good neighbor, so I'm, I'm sorry to be moving out of your building, but uh, exciting things going on. But we're excited to have with us today Julia and Ray Campbell. Julia and Ray, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing great. Well, Thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys uh, joining the uh, uh, program today. And a little bit about uh, Ray and Julia. They have their own, they're small business owners. They own a business called Campbell Design, and uh, which is located in Newton, North Carolina. Uh, they specialize in designing, building commercial, commercial buildings. And uh, we sort of mentioned that uh, my organization, the Manufacturing Solutions Center, is opening a new building. They designed that building. And I guess you guys designed the first building that I'm currently working out of, uh, the we Manufacturing did. Solutions Center Conover. We did. What a small world. A small world. And, small uh, block of buildings right there. <laughs> and you guys have been in business for over 20 years? Correct. Be 23 this year in October. All right. Well, Fantastic. And, and yet you're still here. Yeah, you, you've shown that uh, people married can work together and, and survive. Of course, Ray hasn't said much. Yeah, so, uh, that's, Ray, that's the secret, by the way. Okay. Everything okay in your end, Ray? Yes, we're good. I, I know the Manufacturing Solutions Center pretty well after probably over 1,800 hours working on it. <laughs> 
Well, and, and you guys have done a lot more than that and, and focus primarily on commercial things. I, you, churches, buildings, restaurants. Factories. Factories. Yeah, so you guys, yeah. you stay busy. Business has been great. We cannot complain right now about the way the business environment is in the architecture field. Lots of construction going on. Sometimes it seems like it's more difficult to find people to actually execute the drawings that perhaps you've come up with. That's a common problem right now in the architecture field and the construction field. Well, well, well we're, we're pleased that you're able to join us and and I've had the opportunity to work with you guys some in the past. You've actually been on our uh, podcast before. But today what we wanted to talk with is, is you guys sort of had some thoughts on, uh, based on your experience, you know, just sort of, uh, I don't you know, usually when, when Gary and I talk about, you know, major problems in business, we talk about, oh, don't run out of cash. You know, don't do, you know, we're t you know crazy things. But you guys have sort of just found things that, Maybe a little bit more subtle, I would say, than than some of the the, the bigger things that people might mm -hmm. see out there. You, you know, we we say, oh, you cash is king, yada yada yada. But you guys just working with people on a daily basis have found some things that some some might qualify as irritants. Some could have some significant uh, negative impact on a business if you if you fall in the trap. So you guys have put together. Ray and Julia's list of things not to do in business. So why don't we, why don't we jump into some of what you guys see as pitfalls out there? Yeah, that was a good summation of that. We were invited to High Point University to give a lecture, and on the drive over there, we were like, "Well, what are we going to tell this class?" And we came up with, "What? Why don't we tell them what not to do?" Because everybody tells them what to do. And most people, when you tell them something to do, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other, and it's. Really boring, like, oh, do this and do this. And they were all writing notes and you forget everything. So, do, so you know, I, I would think on, you know, one of the what not to do thing was if you're, if you're uh, asked to give a speech at a university, perhaps you should work on it before you get in the car and drive over there. But that's me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had an hour Just and a half drive to get up there. Okay. So, right. and this has been an ongoing list that has developed as we have owned small businesses. And as a small business, you hire employees and you deal with other small businesses. And a lot of these other small businesses, you don't have all the resources and you're winging it and you're entrepreneurs. And so these are things that maybe you just don't think about because you're so busy on the day-to-day -day things that you do. So we could start in like what not to do in business. And the first one on, this is Ray's number one pet peeve. Number one. Don't sign your emails. As in, you should sign your emails. That's right. a pet peeve that, that if you yeah. don't sign your emails, you're screwing up. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to be sort of your bad guy here of like what not to do. But yeah, don't sign your emails because nobody needs to know who you are. And make sure that your email has absolutely nothing to do with you or your business. So, so when you say don't sign your emails, are you saying... Just, you know, don't put Jeff at the end, or I should have right. like a signature line, or or all the above. But if your nickname is Bubba and you sign your emails that way, and no one knows who you are because your email is, you know, William Smith at AOL.com, people don't know who they who you are. How, how did she know your nickname? Bubba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I look like a Bubba. I know. It drives me crazy when you know we have fourteen projects going on and. Someone will just sign their email, Jeff, and and I have to coordinate with twelve other people to get your job going, and they just they just don't know who Jeff is. Is it Jeff Newell? Is it Jeff Smith? It's, is it Jeff Taylor? Who is right. it? 
But if you're if you're ordering a pizza with your buddy, it's fine to say Jeff. Um, if you're trying to generate income out of thin air, it is not fine to say Jeff. <laughs> I, I would think that you want to make it easy for people to find you and, and get back to you. I am yes. shocked that people who don't have salaries and are trying to create money out of thin air, is how I call it, would just communicate in a business manner with just Jeff. Well, a lot of what we do, we do a lot of referrals. If somebody calls up <laughs> and says... We don't. We do zero residential work. That is not what we do. But if we do residential work, we will give people out there and other people's information who we know. And if I don't have any kind of contact number, not everybody wants to uh, communicate via email either. Some people want to text. Some people want to make a phone call. But you've got to have that information because you know where do you find Campbell Design? It's on every single signature of what we send. And then if you send your signature and it's all full of a whole lot of little pictures, well, then we think we've got attachments for projects. So, you know, some of these are, it's dumb, it's simple, it's stupid, but have somebody set it up on your phone because you'll have it at work, but have it on your work computer, but not on your phone. There's nothing more frustrating than trying to, you want to call that person or contact them and you can't. Right. Or, or give their name to someone else. Right. You got to go. Because all the, all then the you're responsible for filling in the gaps yes. of where they have left but, but no, we are exactly. all in networking. I mean, we network, we're a referral business. I've got to find your stuff. Yeah. So, so sort of side note, side note question. I mean, what's, what, how do you re- respond if you get an email from Jeff at yahoo.com or gmail.com as opposed to at Campbell Design, at, you know, having, having the, the, your, your name in the business? Does that bother you? or, or, or That doesn't bother. Like, I have Veritas Interiors, Inc., which is my commercial design site, at gmail.com. Guess what? There's the name of my company. Yeah. I'm always the same name. Yeah. And, and I know during a project, if, if we're going to take a project, be hired for a project, and there's going to be 500 more emails, I, I just say to people in some of these meetings, look, in the subject line, we have to put the name of the project. And for those of you who I'm having to start to do this, for those of you who are just signing your emails with your first name, we need you to start during the course of this project to sign it. There's a lot of people involved and everybody wants to be able to contact each other. So that's really where we're coming from on on all of this. It's weird that I have to ask that. Yeah. (laughs) So that's your number one pet peeve. That's my number one of what not to do in business. All right. So what's, what's number two on your list? Drinking to excess with people you're doing business with. And, and uh, I, I assume we're not talking coffee here. <laughs> if only. Well, well, sometimes you really do not need to give me any more coffee. That doesn't work um, out real well either. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's more of a Julia <laughs> issue, I suspect. But drinking, you know, we have one legal drug. We're in North Carolina. It's alcohol. And this is so much businesses done around Meeting people, you know, you meet Mm -hmm. customers at bars, you meet people over dinner. And this is one of the things that we've just seen happen in a long run of our careers before we owned our business. And Ray has a really good line on this one. I I say that two drinks can close a deal and two more, you can lose the deal. (laughs) (laughs) you got to be very careful, very savvy when it comes to alcohol and clients. And... It sounds really stupid, and we all know about it, but we all, everybody here probably has a story of what somebody did. Absolutely. Oh, yes. yeah. oh my goodness. I really can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll tell them. So you, okay. you were the problem in the meeting then. <laughs> so, so, yeah, and, and I, I suspect we've been, sometimes I've been to trade shows, and, and sometimes 
I almost feel like there's some expectation from my customers of, oh, we're going to go out and have some drinks, aren't we? You know, that's uh, on your expense account, by the way. <laughs> that, that's really on the top of the list of some of the things that have run through me of people going, it used to be Neo, going to Neocon. And hopefully there's no pictures taken of what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's, you know, you, some of us are in age where, where we didn't all walk around with the uh, uh, phones that had uh, camera yeah. capabilities. So, yeah, yeah th- these days that's, that could be a problem. So. It, it, the, the stories get really amusing, and there's, um, you know, there's instances where you, you know, you are kicking the person under the table or his boss. I mean, just kicking them until they're bruised. Like, can you please shut this guy up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and I, I will say that I had a situation um, where I went to lunch with somebody, and you know, this is actually in my not that long ago where that you know that person ordered a beer at lunch which you know i'm i enjoy beer but Mm -hmm. you know generally if i'm working i'm not going to be drinking beer while i'm working at lunch you know i mean i you know if i go to a networking event yeah i might have i I probably will have a beer at the at at, you know at five o'clock but uh i I just you know i don't don't mean to be judgy but it just sort of Felt a bit awkward to me having having uh, you know, working with someone who was having a beer at lunchtime. That was just me. Maybe I'm a prude. I don't know. No, it I wasn't mean, me. It wasn't you. It wasn't us either. <laughs> Although it's always five o'clock somewhere in everybody's mind. That's right. But you know, for those of us who've traveled, I mean, it's amazing. Like you get away from home, and suddenly people are like, "Well, my husband's not here. My wife's not here. Who's yeah. going to know?" And somebody always knows, and it always gets back. There's always somebody we know. Wasn't going to be there. That's there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, we're, and and most of the time, we're you know, particularly if you're a small business owner, you're pretty much always representing your business, mm, your absolutely. brand, and and you know, even <clears throat> you know, even even if you're on vacation, you got to be a little. I'm sure you got to be a little bit wary. Well, you never know who you're going to run into. Yeah. You can be in Vegas and run into your biggest customer just by chance. And yeah, what happens in Vegas? Hopefully, we'll stay in Vegas, but not always. Not always. Okay. All right. Good advice. I mean, uh, we're, we're not saying that you can't have a drink, but uh, just uh, you better be careful and not to, not to cross that line into excess. Very careful. Very yeah. careful. Okay. What is our, what is our third uh, don't do this in business? Burn your bridges. You just think that you know you'll never meet these people or work with them again, right? And the first thing we say to every intern who walks through, and we've had quite a few interns. We've got one right now from Appalachian. She's doing great. Um, is you don't burn your bridges. We've moved from the triad here to the uniform. And I am amazed at how many people we still run into that we knew back in the day. And I had, my situation was this, I got laid off from a furniture dealer years ago, and do you know how much I wanted to tell them what for? The the flip side of that is I ended up being their customer. So who got the last laugh out of that one? So you didn't go on the revenge tour. No, (laughs) but it's amazing how many people will have that revenge tour when they're done and how mad they are. And it's like, let it go. Because a lot of times, hey, that company's going to change. People are going to change there, and they may end up being your best customer. Yeah. 
Well, I, I think it's interesting when you put it in that perspective and how the roles can change in that, uh, you know, often you can go from being an employee to a client, a customer, you know, and maybe a supplier. You never know. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you're in a particular industry, uh, you know, it, it, it can it can be rather tight knit. So you better be careful, you know, and I, and, and I'll go further. And, and um, you know, this is just something something that. You know, maybe because you know we're we're I don't want to say in a rural area of North Carolina, but but we're not certainly not in an urban area. But I, I've worked in many companies where, unbeknownst to me, uh, relatives work together. You know, so I mean, you, you you I know it's sort of maybe a little bit of a, a corollary to "Don't burn the bridges." It's just when you're talking to people. You need to be careful what you say because, you know, I might be saying, if I'm saying something to Ray about Julia, oh, you two are married? Uh-oh, I didn't realize that. Uh, or, <laughs> yeah. or, uh, or, you know, their cousins or their nephews or yeah, you better be careful. You might accidentally burn a bridge that you didn't even know that you burnt if you're, if you're not careful and mm -hmm. you say inappropriate things at work. That happened it's to one of our staff who made a comment about a substitute that was in one day and didn't know it was the daughter of the person she was telling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that didn't go down real well. No. Long run. So you're much better than that person that's usually here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my mom? Oh, she yeah. Was, yeah, well, I was like, she was just awful and all these things happened and I came back and it was just, everything was a hot mess and it turned out to be his daughter. Okay, yeah, so that's, I'll throw that one on top uh, just because uh, uh, some of the industries I've worked in are very incestuous. Yep. Yeah. It's hard to deal with, but it's it it is true that you know, like years later you can be faced with deals with that same person that you once you hated, and it, the deals could be worth you know millions hundreds of dollars, of million, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, and and you're just your mind is blown, and you're like, oh my, I'm glad I did not burn my bridge on. But this we one. we've had that happen where you know relationships break down, people leave, then they come back, and they're some of our best customers. Yeah. So the general rule is be careful. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, if you're mad about it, don't put it on social media. Oh, yes. Okay, because we, early on, we didn't all have this. We're all of that age. So you just basically, you know, I just told you, know, suck it up. Suck it up a little bit. May not be, it, and it won't feel good. Let it go and see what happens. And sometimes it's two weeks later. Sometimes it's two years later that that person or somebody, it changes and they come back to you. All right, let's let's move on to your next. Uh, don't do this. What do you got? Tell everybody who you're meeting with that their job is easy. This is all you have to do, and you only need to do this. Oh, yeah. Those are the three three words: easy, just, and only. And when we hear your, if our job was that easy, why are you not doing it? Because you must think we're making so much money, we didn't have to do anything. We just press a button and bam, it's done. And we have a rule in our office. If we're working on a job and we're interviewing and talking to somebody over their potential project and they say, oh, it's easy. You only have to do this. Just Every to put, draw a few squares and put a few uh, couches in here and it's not going to be done, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Or they told us over at wherever that we only need to do this, usually only in Appendix B, which is about 30 hours of work. So, 
every time you say those words, guess what? Your fee goes up 10% every time. And that came to us from an uh, engineer, and we totally agreed with that. This is one that is another one that drives me crazy. I'll be in meetings talking about these really complicated projects and moving dirt and tons of steel and putting it all together. And there's always a guy at the table using the word easy. All you have to do, you just do this. And it's like, are, are we talking about the same? We're not talking about mowing your lawn here. And they probably haven't done it. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I, I, I had it bothered me for months. Why are people doing this to me? Why are they telling me my job is easy? My job is obviously not easy. Um, and so, you know, I found a, a few, you know, yeah, a lot of times like they, they've delayed something so long that something they should have done last March. And, and now, now it's and November. Here, now it's a year later and November is approaching and they always do the same thing. They pull the trigger November 1st. Mm-hmm. And want it done by the end of the year, and you're like, oh my gosh! But I think that that desperation—you look across the table and say, "Well, it—you know—I'm desperate to get this done, so I'm going to keep telling you how easy it is." <laughs> yeah, uh, justify that they waited. Yeah. Well, what's the Steve Jobs quote that it's what? Um, so I struggled with this, and one day I found this lost interview with Steve Jobs on the internet, and he answered this question for me. He says. There, there's this disease that people get that thinking that a good idea is 90% of the work. And then he went in to explain why a good idea is not 90% of the work. And I'm like, that's what I've been struggling against. Um, so, but Jeff, I don't want to burn any bridges. Mm-hmm. I, I think we know somebody. Oh, yeah? That does number four. It does number four. Well, I suspect we know many people that too. So I just want to tie those two together. Okay. Well, I think I think for us as as design professionals and as business owners, because you know, we you know, we also own our building and we lease building out. It's like everybody I don't think it's easy to have somebody put a roof on my building. And if I looked at somebody who's roofing the building and say, Well, all you gotta do is just put those shingles up. And they're not talking about all the flashing and all the other work and how hard it is to get people. It's a lack of respect. Yeah, it is. That's a yeah. perfect and, way. And, and, you and know, that's the big cut. My father would tell me, don't ever tell anybody their job's easy. I mean, if a guy's mowing your lawn, do not tell him his job is easy. Well, well it's, Gary, rude. it's rude. Gary and I struggle to change light bulbs. So uh, you're that's probably exactly not going right. to hear that from us <laughs> at this point in time. So we're not the handy guys. So. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. What else? What's what's next on the uh, list? Next on the list is don't research your company before you go and talk to them. And this works on so many levels. Like walk in the door. Hey, I want to sell you. And I don't care what it is that they're selling. And I, I sold furniture business to business and I get it. But boy, how many people who want to sell stuff to your company do zero research before they do it? And this goes back to also interviewing for right. a position. And I remember how hard it used to be to find anything out about a company. You call your friend who might work there, or you might go to the library and look it up if it's a Fortune 500 company, or you'd look in the newspaper and who is this? Now we have this magical thing called the internet where like, if you want to know about Campbell Design, you put in Campbell Design, Newton. And there's our Facebook page, our Instagram, our website, all the other things that I don't necessarily know about. But it's amazing how people don't research and waste their time. Mm -hmm. 
and and I, I you know throw LinkedIn on that as well. Oh yeah, if you're going to meet with somebody, uh, mm-hmm. you know, go out go out to LinkedIn, and you can usually pick up a little bit of information about uh, their background or or their company, and and you know, it, as, as you said, it's it's. There's so much out there at this point in time. It seems crazy that you don't spend a little time doing the research. I mean, we do a lot of negotiated work with with general contractors, and we have a real high level of comfort. But if we know it's X business that we're talking about, like we just did some big additions for McCreary Modern, you know, we'll go in there and we're going to research who they are and what they're selling because we want to know their brand. We want to know how can we do the best job possible in finding that information. So, I mean, it's amazing to us, though, how people who even, like, you sell brick. Well, what I see your architects, what do you do? Literally, you could sit in the parking lot and have a great idea as soon as you walk in. These are the kind of projects you do. Oh, my gosh, I could get a great order out of this if I play my cards right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Anything I'm, to add to that, Ray? I, I remember a story of... I was an intern at an architecture firm, and these people came into the lobby, and they were selling perfume. And I just looked at them kind of strange, and I listened to their whole pitch, and they stopped their pitch, and I said, do you realize this is an architecture firm? <laughs> I was like, how are we going to connect here? Well, yeah, I, I suspect you want to, you saw, <clears throat> yeah, you're not going to sell a lot of perfume there. You might sell, you might sell a bottle, you never know, but uh, you, know, you, you might as well just go on the street corner as well. So what, what's the difference? Well, again, not doing research like we talk to our students all the time when they're interviewing. Know the company oh, you're yeah. going to. Don't go there. And when they say, so what do you know about our company? So, well, we really don't know. I didn't. That's not it. Well, we've had interns walk thing. out at that point. <laughs> we've had interns come in. I'm like, well, what do you know about us? No, not really. Well, what do you want to do? I want to do residential. I'm like, why are you here? Yeah. We don't exactly. do residential. It's a waste we don't of time, re- but yeah. it's also just a lack of respect even. Well, yeah. and here's another part of that. Not everybody's your client. Not, a, we love to, I mean, we like. I think it's part of learning how to do your business well, what's profitable, what's not. But not every not everybody's a Campbell Design customer. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And that is, that's how you stay in business. Yeah. But not everybody is your customer. If, if all you do is sell is business to business, door to door, and like I said, I used to do that. Nobody wanted to buy, not everybody wanted to buy office furniture. Mm-hmm. But I also knew when to get out. But literally, that's something to think about. Like, why, if you're selling office furniture, why would you go over to a restaurant? It doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. Okay. Right. Some of you know, sometimes it feels commonsensical, but we need to remind people because we see it happen so often. So, yeah, I think we've all experienced yeah. this. All right. What we have next? Oh, always be late and, or um, show up without an appointment. That, that, that's a pet peeve for you, is it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, so let's put it to you this way. When we were talking earlier about how there's such a shortage of people, every minute of our day is valuable. Yeah. And to show up and say, well, I have a new project for you. You've disrupted the workflow for the day. I'm not going to, Ray's not going to be able to concentrate because he's in the middle of trying to finish what needed to go out today. And while we want to talk to you, working with an appointment gives us time to do what we what, go back to what we just talked about. I get to research who you are. We get to see what you need. And so and just showing up or showing up late. This is what I've told my interns. I learned a lot in my internships of what not to do by examples that were really poor. 
And so I had worked for somebody and I had, it's a great internship with a big company in Winston-Salem. And my boss had a history of showing up an hour to an hour and a half late with the CEOs of these companies. And I got to witness the CEO's secretary say, well, I, he, you missed your appointment. He's got something else and he will not meet with you. Yeah, I was gonna say that's again, lack of respect. Lack of respect. Well, and I'm all at 25 and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But it really showed me, I mean, it is lack of respect, but, but also showing up without an appointment, so many businesses now, you need to have an appointment because if you want your un- someone to give you their undivided attention, mm-hmm. yep. respect their time. Go along with that. Yeah. All right. All right. What else? What else do we have? Oh. I want to hear about this the next one. So <laughs> what not to do? Oh, don't. it doesn't matter what you put on your social media that you did in high school or college. No one's ever going to find that out, are they? Now, is this more of a generational thing or is this... Is this it is, works is, in is it all sides. Okay. Because I have seen adults, people my age, do some really dumb stuff. Because here's the thing, even if you're... Even if <laughs> Don't you're, look at me that way, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, we see this. It's like if you're looking, you know, they. we try to be pretty like non-political, not, you know, all of these things that... That is not necessarily what people want to see. And don't think that people are not going to look at, yes, we look at LinkedIn, but we're going to look at Instagram. We're going to look mm-hmm. at Facebook. Are you, are you talking in reference to if you might be interviewing, hiring people, talking with potential customers, all of the above? All of the above. Yeah. And I don't think this is a generational thing at all. I think everybody pretty much is on some sort of social media if they're not active, they're at least, you know, lurking in the in the uh, shadows like some of us do in some of these things. But it really is something that, you know, we talked to our daughter early on, and she doesn't post a whole lot of stuff, but she also knows she's eventually going to get out and look for a job. And they're going to look at this. But we do this, like if we're even looking at interns, what's out there? I, and it's on your public stuff. I'm not trying to dig in or, or whatever. I just want to kind of get an idea of, What's going on? Because what you do affects our business. Yep, absolutely. So, so many businesses have their own social media accounts. I mean, Which we and, do. And I mean, do you, how, how, do you distinguish between the Campbell Design account or or Ray or Julia's Instagram or Facebook account? Yeah, they're all separate. But but how do you how do you approach your personal stuff? Neutral. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my personal stuff is like, oh, I met so-and-so and we had dinner kind of thing, or we got together with family or whatever we did. Um, but everything is, is very, and even in our branding, you know, my Campbell Design is a different brand than Veritas Interiors, which is different than my vintage. So all of them have different identities. It's hard, like, we are part of that, but we all have separate identities. So, so like, you know, the pictures of you storming the Capitol would not show up on your <laughs> Facebook. Uh, no. Okay. All right. It's, um, Jeff, just Jeff. checking. It's, it's, <laughs> you know, it's, our personal stuff is just neutral, boring, or pleasant things. But It's pictures. Oh, I mean, we have, yeah. our cat has our cat at the office. Willie on the job has his own Instagram. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I need to follow Willie on the job. Willie on the job. Okay. Well, but I, think, I think employers will look this stuff up to see, you know, are you, 
they're, like, they're it's judging, an easy way I mean, to look, do a little research you, on the people you're dealing with. They're judging you and they're grading you. Yeah. Do you look like a responsible person? Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, well, that can show up pretty quickly on Facebook or something. <laughs> All right, I, I'm 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 with you. Yeah, I'm not. I, you know, I I you know when we work with people that are starting businesses, you know, then they come up with business ideas. I always I'm happy to give them my opinion, but I also like to say that if Mark Zuckerberg had walked in 20 years ago and said, I've got this great idea, we're going to come up with a platform where people can put all sorts of personal information about what they're doing and people, I'm going to sell lots of advertising. When I said, that's insane. No one's going to do that. Boy, that's all we need. I would have been <laughs> on. Yeah. So you never know. People are way too willing to do that. You, know, you better you know, be careful. People are looking. Um, What's on a complete different note, and this is sort of goes back to the, I don't know, are we all still shaking hands or not anymore? I'm not sure. A lot of fist pumps. A lot of fist yeah. pumps. A lot of fake hand kicks. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know how to phrase this. It's like the lip fish handshake. I cannot tell you how, if I meet you and you do that, and I, I our first impression is, Ooh, and <laughs> ouch! That's the technical term. That's the te- yeah, because I mean I'm I'm the woman sitting here. And it's like you're not going to break my hand. I know how to how to shake your hand, but it's a first impression thing where mm-hmm. suddenly it's like oh you really don't know how to do business, do you? That's, I, I I find that to be a leap, but go ahead. Let's let's see. Yeah, I'll, I'll hear you out. Well, it's just, there's just something that's really unprofessional about it. Unless you have a physical... So, you know, we're taking a step back here. I mean, we are in the time of COVID. Are, are mm-hmm. fist bumps okay? Fist I mean, bump, I, honestly, I, you'd be better off doing a fist bump than a little fish handshake. Okay. I, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, they're... You know, we, we all work in office situations. I suspect we've all been in situations where... Maybe we've been exposed to COVID or we've had someone in our office have COVID. It's just, it's pretty weird out there. I mean, I, and, and I, I hear what you're saying that if you're going to shake hands, do it right. Is that a fair That's way? That's to- pretty much it. Okay. So that one's a short and sweet one. So All right. this goes into a completely different one on the next one, which is your resume is only about your personal branding. Maybe this is a little bit more about what we do is creative people but it was a big thing about everybody having their own branding and so when you do your resume as a student as a student <laughs> they had their well own and it also kind of went out like you are your brand well i'm looking to hire you into my brand and that is how i've had i mean honestly you can I've got a letter bit emailed to me, and you can almost smell the perfume coming off that resume because it's got flowers and it's got all kinds of stuff. Um, Sorry, are, are you more of a just the facts, ma'am? Just the facts, sir. You know, uh, tell me what you can do for me, and not not you know, don't don't give me all the fluffery. We need you think about it as a tweet. We live in a tweet society, mm-hmm. and I want your bullet points of who you are and what you do. Bam. And that goes into one thing that's sort of our side note, and this happened to somebody who came in very highly qualified out of school, could not find a job. You know why she couldn't find a job? Because she had done her resume in a graphic format in a PDF, and when I printed it off, it cut the whole like quarter-inch side off of the whole thing. So her name was cut off, and all of her qualifications, first three letters of everything were cut off. 
And now we all know that if, let's just say you're trying to get a job with a large company, those, those PDF formats go right into their computers. They're never going to get your email because the first three letters of Jeff are just F. That's it. That's all that's left. Good old F. So we say if you do a PDF resume, send it to your grandma and ask her to print it out. Yeah, we. I think a lot of colleges were. But this in, happens with other people yeah. who struggle and don't know programs they or were, they're trying to do something and yeah. show how different they are. The colleges were instructing the students to make these flowery resumes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as an employer, you, you don't care about their brand as a student. You're, they're they're going to be part of your brand. And that you want to see if they're going to bring good ideas to the table. But we always say, you know, you can give that flowery resume to your mom or dad who paid for some school, but don't give it to us. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure Gary is taking this in and going to be able to provide important feedback to uh, to our yeah. people. Teaching at the soft college. skills is a big part of what we do in well, our college yeah. right now because it mi- is so critical. Well, it's yeah. what's critical is like I've seen, you know. I had another student who came and she, you know, she had a wonderful portfolio and I'm like, wow, this girl's great. She sent me her resume and it was awful. And I said, hmm, your professor really liked you, didn't they? Oh, yeah, we got along great. And I said, they did you a huge disservice because they liked you, but nobody else out there knows who you are. And if you're trying to get them, I mean, these are just basic things about Mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with just students. There are adults that don't know how to put a resume together either. I would speak to someone on the phone about a job, and I really liked this person, and she was saying the right things. And and I said, well, you know, send a resume to Julia. And then I added, oh, and just make sure it's just Helvetica black and white and don't put a bunch of weird stuff on it. Just (laughs) (laughs) And she got hired. Yeah. But what happens, though, with a lot of people now is it's different than those of us who have been in the business and you wrote your resume, but you handed it to somebody. Now it's going in a computer mm-hmm. and it's going to be fed and read differently. And, you know, LinkedIn would probably be like if you upload your resume to LinkedIn and see how that goes, that might be a good test to begin with. I, I, I fear that we're going to be just getting videos from people at some point. So, uh, you know, that's, you know, I don't careful. think you're that far off, Jeff. No, I, I don't I, think so I, either. I'm, depends on the job, I guess. All right, what's next? Speak real soft. I can't hear you. What speak up? What are you speaking to the microphone? That's exactly what I'm talking about. We um, speak real soft and think everyone's going to listen to you. Or talk really fast like I do all the time. <laughs> Don't do either of those? Don't do either of those. That's why we brought you here, Julia, to help you, <laughs> to help you overcome these issues. I appreciate that, Jeff. Okay. But I do. I have a problem of talking, especially if I'm excited. I talk really fast and really high. But we have had people who talk like this. I'm not trying to do ASMR here. And... You've got to be able to talk to people. You've got to be able to present yourself in every field. Unless you have some sort of physical reason you can't, you can learn to do this. And sometimes I think it takes practice. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, not everybody 
is comfortable, you know, particularly when they might be in a crowded meeting or, or whatnot, uh, speaking up mm -hmm. and, and making presentations. And, and you know, it's, it, it, I think it can be a learned skill. Anxiety can get the best of you. Definitely. And I, I understand <laughs> that. But you also have to always know who your audience is and know how to, how to present yourself in a professional way. I think this hits women a lot more than men. You know, if I get shrill, I'm shrieky, you know. And and I've had to work over the years to not talk like this all the time. I've had to learn to lower my voice and to slow down. But I, and Ray's known me since we were in high school. I've really worked hard at that. And not everybody is gifted with a beautiful voice, but you can work at it. Jeff's right. You, and Julie, you're right. You can work at it one step at a time. Um, if uh, if you have something you're not confident in, you just you make a plan and you take small steps. Yeah, to, you're not going to. Gonna, see, it's yeah. not like overnight you're going to learn how to be able to get up in front of a thousand people and talk. I mean, not everybody is a born actor, yeah. and even the born actors have stage fright. As a kid, I would play guitar and sing, and that you know, as a kid, you have all the confidence in the world. As an adult, I'm trying to get back into that, and it is tough. I'm taking it one step at a time. I'm scared about it, but you just got to, you know, just like I said, make a plan and, and work on it a little bit. Well, you know, and the other issue is when you deal like with, with older people like Gary and I who have been to so many rock concerts, uh, <laughs> our, our right. hearing is not what it used to be. Exactly. So we, you know, I've, I'm, I'm, you know, most of the time when I watch TV at home, I've got closed caption on at this point in time because my, you know, I, what, what did they say yeah. anyway? I'm, I love the fast messages. Yeah. You can almost make a video on it and you're, you're inviting the people from the next office over. Hey, come over here and listen to this message. Can you understand what they're saying? Yeah. yeah. And, and you have a pen in your hand at the right and you're trying to write down these fragments. They're talking so fast. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're trying to piece together this message that you have. Well, then Siri will come up with something that is always really and entertaining. Yes. And as you're doing this and struggling and playing the message three times, you're like, why am I doing this? Well, I, if only they'd sign their emails, Ray, you would know how to get back to them. Yeah, that's exactly right. That, that's one of my pet peeves is when someone leaves a voice message, you know, clearly say your phone number yes. twice Slow down. Yes. And, your, and your name yeah. twice so I will get it. You know, so that's, it's, that's me. As if you're trying to make $10,000 by doing it correctly. <laughs> so, so sort of related to this uh, of, of presenting yourself, I think, uh, is sort of your next, uh, your next uh, issue. Yeah. Um, what you wear doesn't matter. And flip-flops are fine if you're going out to visit a, a customer. That is a what not to do. Another one that we talk to our students about. We have a story. We went to an industrial plant to basically interview, and they brought other people from other companies three along. Three competitors to interview. We didn't know we were all going to show up at the same time. No, which was what not to do. Don't invite everybody at the same time. Yeah, it's competitors, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're already there because we've driven 45 minutes to this site. And one of our competitors walked in in, in flip-flops. To a factory. To a, to a major industrial factory yeah. that has metal parts on the floor. And, and we just had safety videos we watched. <laughs> so we were literally told, you have to put these steel toe covers on. And she, they were like, look at her. Do you have any other shoes? No. Well, you can sit here in the lobby or go sit in your car. 
So so that went, what so a great the, first impression. Exactly way to weed right. out the competition. The, that's right. Yeah. Three competitors became two. two. Yeah. <laughs> worked out well for you. Based on dressing. And I mean, that's a, this is a whole, you always could do a whole podcast on what mm. you wear and how it's presented. And that, you know, I think that's something that it is a generational thing. But there is also, remember if I said about researching your company, you know, yeah. if you are going to a major factory and you know you're going to walk through the factory to the cafeteria, maybe it's a really, really good idea to wear closed-toed shoes that day. Just maybe. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think I think COVID has probably messed this one up as well, and that mm-hmm. uh, you, know, you know people are just the whole. What, what do I wear? Am I actually going to work? You know, it's just it's the wardrobe issue is all thrown all over the place at this point. In time. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but we're throwing this out. I mean, it is as, as dumb as wearing flip flops to a job site. And you know these are the, it's not just our business. These are salespeople coming in, mm-hmm. and they have nothing to do with that bit with the business. But you've got to really realize who you're calling on and what's appropriate. Okay, let's move on. What else you got? Oh, on your work phone, your work computer. It doesn't matter what you download on it, because you know, especially if you're a little company, who's going to have time to look for that stuff? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're, you're looking. Ah, <laughs> well, here's what happened. Because all of these have come from, hey, here's what happened. So one of our former employees left and said, get ready to bring a new person in, got to clean that computer up. And I found stuff that I should never have seen. Oh, yeah? Your eyes were burned? My eyes were burned. And I can't can't unburn them anymore on this. (laughs) And what's amazing is this is back to burning your bridges. You know, later on, they want to do some freelance work. I'm completely freaked out, but I don't, I can't just go in front of them and say, and by the way, look what I cleaned off of your computer today. But it also comes, I mean, and I had it happen when I worked for a company where I downloaded, I had a bunch of music and I burned it and put it on my computer and it disappeared. And I was really upset because, you know, hey, they deleted Van Morrison and I wanted to listen to Van that day. (laughs) Um, But that's what happened. And I think everybody, work and business overlap so much for so many people and we really try to separate it but you really need to be careful of what goes on a computer and what i mean your it people or it people you hire you never know what will get downloaded that will infect your computer yeah even if you're solving a business problem um, and you see something out there that could help you achieve your goal and it says download here you (laughs) You need to stop and ask somebody, should I be downloading this? Because mm-hmm. it'll like it could infect your computer even if it's a some tool to help you out. Well, I, I, the only thing I'll share is I, I, I have this memory of I was at uh, Dick's Sporting Goods one day in the checkout line, and there was this woman in front of me who was saying, I tried to find this online, and I typed in dicks.com. <laughs> Don't ever do that, because I had to have my whole computer cleaned, and it was awful, and stuff that came up was awful. It's dicksportingsgoods.com. So, no, so I would just I don't see why that was a problem. That. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> I should not have been swallowing that water when you said that. <laughs> anyway. All right. Your last don't do this in business is what? Oh, tell everyone when you work somewhere else how much better it was when you were there. <laughs> And how they did it when you were there, and how everything was great when you were at your other place of business. People don't. People generally don't like that. 
I don't know any place that does because if it was so great, why aren't you there? And um, why did they go out of business? <laughs> yeah, maybe they weren't. And I've got to say that came from Phil who works from us with us. And I'm like, oh, we've had that before. That's a great one where, you know, I, well, when I worked at such and such, we did it this way. Or I learned that in school and we did it this way. Well, who's signing your check now? But there's a lot of that where everyone will yeah. tell you. Or our favorite one is, I saw that on HGTV. So apparently entertainment people know more than the licensed professionals. Well, you guys have, you've got, you've had a dirty dozen here of things that <laughs> uh, you shouldn't be doing, which I think uh, we, we can all appreciate. Yeah, some, some might resonate with us more than others. Mm -hmm. and, and I think we can always look at it as there are ways that we can be improving. You've got a list of honorable mentions. You know, I, I, I don't know if there are any that just jump out at you right there that, uh, that you know, on the honorable mentions. We probably don't need to go through them all, but uh, is there any, any one or two that just sort of like <laughs> chewing gum? Don't chew gum don't in an chew interview. Don't gum in an interview. I think that's a good one. Oh, my God. Um, don't be hungover. <laughs> don't be hungover. <laughs> if um, I had a nickel for every time I told Gary that. Yes, you know? that's exactly don't, right. Don't open up when you meet someone with too much information about yeah. all of your life. Yes. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with oh, you. I like the WAF. WAF, W A. Yeah, I like that one. WAF means walking air freshener. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you walk into an interview and you change the way everything smells in the building. <laughs> I don't think this is much anymore. I don't see that happening as much as it used to years is that, ago. Is that, a, is that a female thing or a male thing? Or is <laughs> no, that it's both. It is both. It is both. Just asking. I'll tell you one of my pet peeves. Spell people's names correctly. Yes. Oh, that's a good Because Absolutely. my name is Julia, not yeah. Julie. We could close. And on. I literally, in my signature... I signed Julia Campbell. Everything is Julia Campbell. I get emails back, Julie. And so I email back, my name is Julia. Julie is my evil twin. They never do it again. Um, I, I think that's that's a very memorable way to approach that. Yes. Well, Julia. The, <laughs> the difficult uh, spelling of the name, getting it right. We had an intern. We had a very talented engineer. And we... and. We didn't think he was real at first. He was very talented. His name was Jesus. <laughs> he calls in to leave a message, and the intern is like, Jesus, how do you spell that? Because she wanted to get it right. <laughs> J-E-S-U-S. Well, this blew her mind. <laughs> Why didn't he just say his name was Jesus? <laughs> One of, that's my favorite part of the Big Lebowski, anyway. You know? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't mess with the Jesus man. Oh my gosh! So, anyway, well, look, we really appreciate you guys coming on and joining us, sharing this you know, great information. We're going to do a quick lightning round with you guys, but before we do, we want to thank our sponsor for this month. In the tight labor market, uh, or is the tight labor market frustrating you as a business owner? Do you have employees leaving for one or two dollars extra per hour? Mako RX Complete Care is a quality health care solution that has allowed businesses to recruit and retain employees. To learn how Mako RX can help your business stay competitive, competitive visit makorx.com. That's M A K O rx.com. Or call 855 562 5679. Mako RX. Healthcare Simplified. 
So please check them out, makerx.com. We appreciate their support. So we like to do a quick lightning round. We're, we're going to make it quick with just a few questions that we will try to get quick answers from you guys. Don't don't overthink. These are quick answers. I don't know if I can think that much anymore. All right. So I'm, here's a question for you guys. This is, what is your biggest non-business pet peeve? Don't overthink it. Come on. Oh, just dealing with stupid people. <laughs> Ray, would you share anything? Or is that fair? Um, just people approaching you out of nowhere to have conversations like when you're pumping gas. Okay. <laughs> Don't mess with Ray when he's pumping his gas. All right. Uh, Beatles, Rolling Stones, or Michael Jackson? Beatles. Ray? Be Beatles. Beatles, okay. Uh, favorite comfort food? Oh. Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> Chocolate for Ray, Julia? Mm -hmm. Mac and cheese. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with the mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. Last one. If you had a superpower, what would it be? It's the same one for both of us. Time travel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Time travel. Are, are you going in the same direction? Going forward, or are you going back, to go, back. You're going backwards? Oh, I'm going, going everywhere. I'm going, going, I'm going to hang out with the Beach Boys. I'm going back. Okay. I like that one. I like the Beach Boys. There's still a couple around, aren't there? There you, are. You want classic Beach Boys. So, all right. We're going back to the 60s, having a good time. I'm, well, I'm dressed as the 70s today. So. All right. All right. So, thank you guys. If people want to find Campbell Design, where should they be looking? They can find us at CampbellDesign.com, on Facebook at Campbell Design Architecture, same on Instagram. And I think we're Campbell Design on Link Campbell Design Architecture on LinkedIn as well. Campbell, start with CampbellDesign.com and you'll find it. There's no S at the end yeah. of it. And then Newton. Newton. <laughs> Campbell Design, Newton, North Carolina. All right. Ray, Julia, thank you so much for joining us. We always like to end our, our uh, podcast with some small businesses that uh, we like to give a shout out to. Do you guys have any businesses you'd like to give a shout out to? Well, we have uh, two really wonderful tenants in our building. And one is Justin Ramey Law. Uh, he's a criminal lawyer, and the other one is Amanda Stewart with BB May Skincare. Okay, fantastic, super. Gary, what uh, small businesses do uh, do you have? Well, this month, Jeff, I'm going to highlight just dump it. It's a local. <laughs> I looked at me. <laughs> just dump it. Family-owned business located in Newton. Okay. Specializing treating you like family. The company has been in business since March. 2019 and recently won Best Catawba Valley 2021 Best Rental Services and Cleaning Services. Have you heard of them? I have not. Not by Okay, great. Owned by Mandy and Todd Watson, Just Dump It takes immense pride in their customer service and competitive rates. They take the extra <laughs> to ensure your dumpster rental or junk removal service experience is stress-free and also priced fairly. They don't work on contract of services that would raise the rates for your customers, such as dumpster brokers, answering services, and other similar things like that. They're a down-home business. You just pick up the phone to contact, just dump it, and you'll be dealing with Mandy or Todd directly. And that's the key, just like you guys. And Tammy and I, my wife, met them at the Chamber Summit, and we really like the down-to-earth style that they had, and we're going to use them as we're cleaning things up and organizing things in our house. Okay. That's, That's a good, good one. Just dump it. Just dump it. Okay. It, and I love their 
uh, title of their business or their name of their business because I saw three eyes look at me. What's just dump at me <laughs> before they learn? Well, the, the small business that uh, I want to give a shout out to, I was uh, with some friends in Greenville, South Carolina a few weeks ago and uh, ran across a, a small uh, business called The Mad Smash. And basically it's a, a business that if you need to blow off some steam and smash things, they have smash rooms where you can go in and smash a car, you can smash bottles. Uh, computers, computers. Uh, you, know, you remember Office Space, yeah, you know, you know, the, the old fax machine or, or what, or copiers or whatnot. They have rage rooms where you can go in and, and you pay a certain fee for a certain amount of time. They suit you up, so I guess things don't splinter off and and uh, put out your eye or anything like that. They do splatter painting where you can just throw paints and things up against walls and whatnot. I've never uh, seen this. Where is it at? It's in Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> they host events. They do team building parties. Uh, you know, Gary, I know that the community college took took us to an escape, escape room, room a few years and ago. locked me up and blindfolded me. Yes. And like leather underwear yes, it like was that. it was really a bad scene. <laughs> you know, uh, and by the way, we're not gonna put that on social media. Yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> no, or a podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but can we put smashing stuff on social media? That could be fun. Well you can you can go check them out at uh, the madsmash.com. So you can go check out their website and learn a little bit more about them. And if you're in the Greenville area, you can uh, you can go in and you know, probably a healthier way uh, to, to blow off steam than, than You others. find these very unique businesses, yeah, kind of like the hatchet throwing. Okay, keeping yeah. rage off the street since 2019. So let's keep our rage off there the street that way. So anyway. Probably good timing for them to start their business in 2019. Uh, probably. The way things have been with COVID. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, if you've got a suggestion for our Entrepreneur Exchange Small Business of the Month, you can email them to us at eexchange at themesh.tv and we will send you a prize pack to use your, uh, your suggestion. We want to thank uh, Ray and Julia Campbell for joining us today. We want to thank the Mesh Podcast Network and a special thanks to Mako RX for supporting our podcast. You can check them out at www.mako-rx.com check them out uh again thank you for listening and we'll look forward to talking with you again next month take care everybody be safe you've been listening to the mesh an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.